with the Police Officers Association of Michigan, broadcast live from Washington, D.C. for Police Week 2010. Hey, Ed Jocks at the Michigan Police Information Network. Get to tune in, and with us is Mike Lynch, president of the Harper Woods Public Safety Officers Association. Mike, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. What brings you to D.C.? Obviously, you know, you, you wanted to take part in the activities or anything and, and everything else, but uh, who came with you? And tell us the story. Well, I represent the uh, Harper Woods uh, Police Officers Association. We have uh, almost 50 uh, members. And along with me is the uh, representatives from the Detroit Police Department, Oakland County Sheriff's Department, Macomb County, and various other agencies around southeastern Michigan. We've all uh, remained friends over the years. And come to D.C., this is a very important uh, time to be. And uh, if you're in law enforcement and you haven't been to D.C. during Police Week, you need to come here at least once in your career and uh, take part in, uh, in what goes on here. Pay tribute to the officers that uh, that have fallen in the line of duty over the years, and that's uh, that's why we're here. How many time, How many uh, vigils have you been to, Mike? This is my second in uh, in 12 years. So good. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, uh, sort of the makeover going on at the Harper Woods uh, Police Department. I know you guys have converted or mostly converted over to public safety, and it's been kind of a political uh, hot potato. But uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on over there. Well, what happened was, was a few years ago, the uh, city leadership had come to the uh, patrol officers in, uh, in Harper Woods, asked us to uh, go to the fire academy and combine services. Now, obviously, and, just excuse me for interrupting, Mike. Harper Woods is no different than any other community in Michigan right now. They're they're facing revenue sharing cuts and, and some of the same financial challenges that other communities absolutely. are. Absolutely, we're we're in the same county as uh, the city of Detroit, and we've suffered hardships as well, if not more, than uh, most communities in Michigan. And the way we saw it was was this was an opportunity to a provide the uh, same level of service to the community, to the residents, to the visitors, the business. Number one and number two, uh, officer safety. This was an uh, able to uh, provide more officers on the street, and so what we did was we went to a 12-hour shift, and a lot of us cross-trained and become public safety officers in an attempt to, like I said, deliver the same the same service uh, uh, to the community, and again put more officers on the road, and that would make it safer for us. And you can't argue either one of those. Uh, as of now, we've got uh, including the chief of police and deputy chief of police. We've got uh, almost 20 cross-trained officers, and uh, including other supervision. It's been a win-win-win situation. The the employer saves some money uh, through the through the cross-training element. Uh, the police officers uh, and, and, and even fire department. Uh, no no employees were lost during this transition, and also the citizens get more and better and quicker response. Absolutely. Police and fire, the response is even quicker. Absolutely. With, with, with that concept, uh, of course, it takes a lot of negotiation. It takes a lot of uh, a long time to uh, generate this kind of plan. And uh, first and foremost, uh, the most important thing is, is that level of service. I mean, the, the residents aren't going to go for a program that uh, hurts them in any way. When they call 911, they need somebody to show up. They need them to show up quickly. This allows us to have more bodies on the road, which makes it safer for me at work. It makes it better for the community because you have more officers out there. And uh, frankly, when you, when you do call 911 for whatever service you're calling for, the officers are on the road, and, and they're right there. They're, they're, they're quicker than any other response uh, for me. Tell us a little bit about the transition period. Um, obviously, uh, we couldn't uh, send uh, 24 or whatever your number is police officers to the, to the fire academy. It wants to be, cro be cross-trained. How did you guys pull it off? Several guys were assigned out. That was their job. 
Uh, there's various fire academies state, certified by the state of Michigan, the same fire academies that full-time firefighters and any other community would attend, same certification, same schooling, same hours. Uh, these officers, instead of going to work, they were sent to the fire academy. That was their job. Myself, personally, I went to an academy and uh, also worked. Again, it's the same certification, same uh, training, same experience that any other full-time firefighter would have. And, and, and I need to make it clear that this is nothing about uh, a union versus union. This is nothing about taking away union jobs or anything like that. The plan was set up that no firemen in our community was ever going to lose their job, and no one was going to be forced to cross-train on their end. This was strictly voluntary by us. Whoever wanted to cross-train in the police department was able to. And uh, like I said, I mean, the, the bigger picture is the long-term security of the community and the residents. We did, however, have some um, some opposition from a splinter group. I don't know if they were just uh, uh, fire department guys. Um, even though, like you said, every job was saved. Um, but but we did get some opposition from uh, from a splinter group of people. Maybe you can ex explain what happened. We did, and. Uh, the fire department had some supporters, and, and they believed as though as that they were going to lose their job. I think there was some mistrust between them and the city management. I certainly have nothing negative to say against any uh, brother or sister in the fire department uh, or in the police service. Uh, you know, I'm a union POA president. It's certainly not a union versus union thing, and I've absolutely respected their position. Unfortunately, it is what it is, and, and uh, they're, they're they're afraid of their jobs just like uh, just like anyone else would be, and and you can't you have to respect that. Yeah, we do, but at the same time, I, I think the political reality and the economic situation being what it is in the state now, if you have the opportunity to save jobs and combine services, and also I believe it was a, a, a an increase in pay for them as well too, you have to take a hard look at that and do whatever you can to secure that. I'm really not sure. 100% what their reasoning and rationale is behind fighting a merger and having us join them and them join us and becoming one big group. Uh, so now, you know, and I can't really speak to their angle and to what they, uh, to what their motives are. But you know, this is these are trying times. You know, America is is really hurting, especially Michigan, especially southeastern Michigan. Uh, the governor herself and various other legislative officials have called on city management, city leaders to to work together to try to combine services, to try to see if they can cut uh, budget and, uh, and bottom lines uh, where they can. Healthcare obviously is out of control uh, as far as the cost and, and et cetera. And this was just our job when the city approached us with this and we, we felt that it was our duty. I mean, hey, we want to keep our jobs too. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's our responsibility to, uh, to help out each other, to look for the long term. And, uh, you know, that's where we're at. Yeah, the, the police department's response to this was very, very commendable. And, and I, I can't say that without acknowledging the leadership that you have at the police department. You've got a deputy chief, Jim Burke, who I know was involved in, and, and, and Randall Skatarczyk, your chief. Can you comment on those guys and their leadership through the process? Uh, their leadership is amazing. Uh, you know, I have a very unique experience. Uh, there's a unique situation here in the city of Harper Woods, and that is the command staff and... Uh, we get along. Everybody gets along. It's it's not uh, it's not an adversarial relationship. I respect and uh, and deeply admire the leadership that my chief and deputy chief have shown. They've guided us through a lot of things, and uh, you know, there, at never any point was there any mistrust. It was 
you know, they assisted us in this process. It wasn't an adversarial situation. Uh, and on another note, I, I think it's the first time in, in history that we've had uh, uh, your uh, police chief, uh, Randolph Skatarczyk, is POEM's Police Administrator of the Year. And at the same time, we have a department uh, member, and uh, coincidentally, the um, deputy chief, Jim Burke, who is uh, has won uh, the Police Officer of the Year. So. There's a third uh, officer, uh, Sikowski. Uh, three total. Uh, it was our it was our honor. It was our pleasure to uh, submit our chief for that position, and uh, we all believe that that was just something that he needed he needed to be recognized uh, in the largest format possible. And of course, POAM being the largest uh, union in the state for, for police officers, it was only uh, poignant that he get represented through the POAM. And us as the command and the patrol submitted his nomination, and, and uh, it's fantastic for him to receive that award. Deputy Chief Burke and Officer Sikowski had rescued a uh, gentleman after a car accident. He was actually on fire in his vehicle, and uh, they had crawled into the, on, the, the vehicle that was on fire and rescued him, and, and quite literally saved his life. So, you know, they too, uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, job out there, and they themselves are getting recognized also. And again, it's a great, great time for everybody. Coincidentally, a fire, um, a police officer receiving police officer of the year awards for a, uh, a, a heroic uh, saving of a citizen uh, dealing with a fire. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. That's irony for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's undeniable too that when you talk about uh, calls for fire, if you do have public safety and those cross-trained officers. Um, are in cars, they're going to get to the scene of a fire quicker than a fire truck can. And so the immediate saving of lives or pulling people out of that building or clearing that house has got to be improved uh, with a public safety department. I would have to agree. You know, the, the public safety model, the officers carry the turnout here in the car, absolutely it takes a second to change out of that uh, equipment, but you're talking about a matter of uh, seconds. You know, state uh, law requires that you need to be dressed and in your air tank in, in under a couple of minutes. So, in the meanwhile, when that fire truck responds, now you supplement those firefighters on that engine. And it's not taking away any jobs, it's not taking away the, uh, the, the respect that the firefighters here in Michigan deserve, it's just simply supplementing them to provide a better service. That's all it is, and I can't, uh, I can't really see much of an argument against that. Right. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun in Grand Rapids this year, Mike, when you have your chief, your deputy chief, and one of your fellow officers receiving uh, those kind of accolades from uh, from uh, POM. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. We've got a good uh, following coming out with us to Grand Rapids. We're looking forward to that meeting and, and when the chief, deputy chief, and Officer Sikowski receive those awards. It'll be a great time. It'll be a great time for the city of Harper Woods and the police department and uh, a lot of all the hard work that we do there. And it's great to recognize the chief who has been with the department uh, over 31 years. Uh, retired servicemen and uh, you know, the accolades go on for him and, it, and it's, it's a great feather in his cap yeah you know um, on another note uh, Mike you're you're kind of a new POEM member um, uh, you guys came on board I believe about three or four years ago command I think was a year or two before you but uh, what has the experience been so far and are you happy with the service that's being provided Few, the, the short story with that is that uh, absolutely yes you know we we had sought a better bargaining group and uh, I myself uh, once I was elected the POA president had sought the POAM 
and after meeting my business agent, uh, Jerry Radovic, and himself, you know, we just knew that it would be a great fit. And we, we wanted uh, somebody that had a lot more experience and a lot more uh, clout. And uh, we've never looked back. It's been a great, great experience. I think it's been a great relationship between uh, Harperwoods POA and uh, POAL. Well, and, and, and that's ditto from uh, our side as well, Mike. Uh, the fact that we have uh, young guys like you that are learning to learn and have some experience yourself already going in and that want to work the system and put in the extra time necessary really makes a difference. And certainly the, uh, the having a, a, a friendly and uh, professional administration that you have there certainly helps. But we're just uh, absolutely pleased that the entire uh, police department in Harper Woods is uh, with POEM in Mass, and we look forward to a long uh, relationship with your groups. As, as do we, as do we, and so far so good, and uh, couldn't be happier with the with the relationship that we've built. And uh, I know that anytime something has come up, questions, uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, POEM from the legal side to my business agent and yourself included, have always been available 24/7. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to be a start of a good long-term relationship. Well, listen, thanks for those kind words, Mike, and thanks for joining us here today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, and I uh, just want to say God bless the families and the survivors of all the uh, fallen officers over the years, and uh, we salute you and your service. Thank, Thank you. you for your service.